Good morning, good morning, everybody. So Mary, Pierre and I are doing a duet today uh, because uh, Maria is not able to join us this morning. So um, what are we talking about today? Well, for the last little while, we've been talking about the 10 points that Robert has, has uh, put ahead for us for us to find our financial genius and thus become financially intelligent. So this morning we are going on to number eight, which is um, use assets to buy luxuries, the power of focus. So we've already covered in our previous sessions, the power of spirit, the power of choice, the power of association, the power of learning quickly, the power of self-discipline, the power of good advice, and the power of getting something for nothing. So today, it's the power of focus. So what I'm going to do, first of all, is, is read you a story. So hold on, I just swap my text around. So here we go. A friend's child had, has been developing a nasty habit of burning a hole in his pocket. Just 16, he wanted his own car. The excuse, all his friend's parents gave their kids cars. The child wanted to go into his savings and use it for a down payment. That was when his father called me and came to see me. Do you think I should let him do it? or should I just buy him a car? I answered, it might relieve the pressure in the short term, but what have you taught him in the long term? Can you use his desire to own a car and inspire your son to learn something? Suddenly, the lights went on and he hurried home. Two months later, I ran into my friend again. Does your son have his new car? I asked. No, he doesn't, but I gave him 3000 for the car. I told him to use my money instead of his college money. Well, that's generous of you, I said. Not really. The money came with a hitch or maybe a catch. So what was the hitch? I asked. Well, first we played your cash flow game. We then had a long discussion about the wise use of money. After that, I gave him a subscription to the Wall Street Journal and a few books on the stock market. Then what, I asked, what was the catch? I told him 3000 was his, but he could not directly buy a car with it. He could use it to find a stockbroker and buy and sell stocks. Once he had made 6000 with the 3000 the money would be his for the car and 3000 would go into his college fund. And what are the results? I asked. Well, he got lucky in his trading early, but lost everything a few days later. Then he got really interested. Today, I would say he's down 2000, but his interest is up. He has read all the books I bought him and he's gone to the library to get more. He reads the Wall Street Journal voraciously, watching for indicators. He's got only 1,000 left, but his interest in learning a sky high. 
He knows that if he loses that money, he walks for two more years, but he does not seem to care. He's even, he even seems uninterested in getting a car because he's found a game that is more fun. What happens if he loses all the money? I asked. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I'd rather have him lose everything now than wait until he's our age to risk losing everything. And besides, that is the best 3000 I've ever spent on his education. What he is learning will serve him for life and he seems to have gained a new respect for the power of money. So you need self-discipline to be able to learn financial intelligence. You need to be able to direct money you earn into its proper and correct use. And of course, that got me thinking about our MLM. And in our MLM, we talk often about something we call the advantageous order, where we make up a big order to get the maximum return on our investment, often up to 60%. But, but that order will become a liability or an expense if it is not put into best use. If you take the order and use the price advantage, you can resell and reclaim back the investment money and the profit. And then you take the profit and you reinvest it, but you never actually losing money. And of course, the more times you do it, the bigger the return, because actually you're able to invest more. You will always get your money back and you will always um, uh, grow with this. But you, it's, that will only happen if you use the advantageous order to create assets, not to create liabilities. So if you buy, if you do an advantageous order and the stock stays in your basement and you never get round to actually doing it at anything with it, or you decide to sell it off at a really discounted price, that asset becomes a liability. So you need to make sure that you are creating money, not spending money. To invest is the right way to behave with your purchase. Robert believes that if you gave a hundred people $10,000 at the start of their year and then reviewed it at the end of the year, he would get these results. 80 out of the hundred would have nothing left. They may even have more debt than they had before because they would have used the 10,000 to make down payments on all sorts of luxury items like cars, like holidays, and uh, you know, redoing the kitchen. 16 would have maybe increased their 10,000 by five to 10%. So they probably put it in a bank or in a safe savings option. He says out of 100, he believes only four would have up to $20,000 or even millions because they had made the money work for them. In life, we often borrow money to get the things we want instead of creating money.
we need to keep our focus on the asset column, not the liability column. In an MLM, we have ways of creating money. We just have to make sure we understand how we're doing it. I already mentioned the advantageous order, but we have an even bigger opportunity to make money by sharing the possibilities of the business to others. Having a mission which talks about saving time, saving money, eating more healthily while being a solution to pollution is an attractive option to lots of people. We just need to tell them about it. And they too would be able to start a business with us. Their business will affect your business and will create money for you. In fact, the amount of money that is created is related to the amount of people you share the business with. So you have in an MLM at least two ways to generate that extra money. You have your personal sales where you can uh, be creative with your personal sales, but you also have your personal recruits. One thing is certain in an MLM, the amount of effort that you put into your business is how will have a direct impact on the amount of money you create in your business. So make sure that when money is created in your business, that it goes into assets and not into liabilities and you could secure an amazing future for yourself. We need to be masters of money rather than letting money run all over us. That this is the way to be financially intelligent. So now I think Marie-Pierre is going to uh, give you some more details on um, you buying luxury items and uh, being financially intelligent. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Melanie. And just before I start, I want to make sure that everyone shared the podcast this morning. So if you haven't shared, that's the time to do it. If you are on Podbean, it's directly um, and beside the comment section, you have the little arrow so you can click on it and you can share everywhere. So you can share on Facebook, you can share by Messenger, you can share by um, uh, SMS. So you have many options to share and on Facebook, of course, when you share always add a comment before so people will know why they should listen to the podcast every morning. So thank you if you already share. If you haven't shared, that's the time to do it. So yes, we understand the basis that yes, we want to buy luxury, luxury with our assets. So they say yes, use your money generated by your asset. And now you can buy this luxury by focusing on your self-discipline to direct money to create more. Because if you want to buy something, you must first generate enough cash flow from your asset and make equal amounts of investment return to cover the expenses for everything you want to buy and not the other way around. So the emphasis is to buy luxury last and start investing. And when I was talking with Sylvain, that is someone that always loves to talk about the finances, he says, <laughs> if you are really young and you decide to buy a luxury, 
this dollar that you invest that you buy a luxury not invest <laughs> that you just <laughs> and buy something with it when you are going to be a 60 years old it's equal seven times that dollar so think about it when you want to buy luxury that, that should be the last thing you want to do because yes you have so much power with this one dollar that you can invest somewhere else that can generate seven dollars for the that one dollar that you have when you are at 20 years old so yes the profit will uh, uh, occurring out of your investment should not be directly used up rather excess cash flow generated by your assets should be invested again to acquire more, more assets and should be placed in a place from where you earn while you sleep so yes you understand luxury is really the last thing that you want to buy because yes what is your asset so i looked on google for the definition of an asset just to see because we have the definition in the book we talk about it, but what Google say is the definition of an asset is a useful and variable things, a person or quality. And the definition of a liability is the state of being responsible for something. So we understand it's not really <laughs> detailed definition. It's not something that we understand well. So what is the top assets classes? So there are top for that uh, asset that you can have so yes there are many numerous, numerous ways to invest and build wealth and once you increase your financial education you have better understanding of the best investment for you but to help you to get started the four more popular um, asset classes number one is the paper asset so paper assets will include stock bond mutual fund and retirement account where you can invest in stock option stock future and uh, foreign exchange the paper asset will also include real estate investment trust or an exchange traded fund so whether you are investing for capital gain or for cash flow via stock there are many paper assets from which to choose so that's why most people invest in paper assets or stock market because these are the easiest assets to get in and out of so for many people that's the first thing that they will do number two is the commodities so commodities will include metal so gold silver copper food like grain corn coffee sugar and raw material, so oil, gas, cotton. So commodities are generally a capital gain or loss investment. So you can buy future contract of uh, any commodity through the future exchange. So if you are a new investor, start small and build your financial education. So for example, they say start by purchasing a single silver coin and then watch its value increase or decrease in your daily news. So your financial IQ will go up exponentially by having this little skin in the game and paying attention to what happens to that coin. So use it to increase your financial IQ. Number three, it's yes, the business. This is an asset that people have become more aware of. Yes, because of all those television television show like the Shark Tank, Dragons Den in in Canada. So we understand a little bit more. So within this class, there are two routes. So 
Number one, to invest in your own business. Or two, to invest in someone else's private business or company, just like we see on these TV shows. So the whole point is to generate a return back to you, the business and your investor and or lender. And in the book, it's really written that one of the best way to learn about business is to start in an MLM. Just like we have for us in Tupperware to start in MLM because you will learn so much more. And like Melanie said, there's some ways that you will see that you can build, build the assets within your business So uh, in the MLM. So you can learn a lot by building your own business in the MLM. And number four, it's the real estate. So real estate investment will either provide cash flow from rental property. So the average you make each month from rent once all your costs are paid or capital gain one time profit from buying or selling a property. And we'll, with real estate, you use the leverage or the ability to use other people's money to purchase the asset. So which asset classes will give you your financial freedom? So when it comes to choosing investment for your financial freedom, it's a personal choice. So that will depend on your specific goal in life and your interest too. If you are absolutely have no interest in the price of gold or think bonds are boring, then you won't enjoy the day-to-day -day work associated with learning about, and, uh, about it and managing those asset classes. So, Yes, it's smart to primarily invest in the things you're most passionate about so that you stay motivated. And yes, it's important to be diversified, but you have to learn that you want to love to learn about these. So when uh, your financial planner will tell you to have a diverse portfolio, they are usually referring to your stock, uh, stock portfolio, but their diversification it means so much more than just your stock um, portfolio. So yes, you want to diversify. And I know it might be overwhelming at first, so start small. And they say, follow the triple A triangle. So the triple A triangle is aspire, acquire, and apply. So aspire, choose your dream, and create a clear vision of what your financial dream and financial freedom look like to you and hold to your vision throughout your journey. Acquire, so acquire, yes, the knowledge and then the education, the fact, the figure and the data you need in order to take action. And the uh, acquire stage is ongoing because the market and the economy are always changing. So it's something that you always learn more. And then apply. So apply the knowledge you acquire in the real world. So take action, put it into practice what you have learned with small amount of acquired knowledge, you can quickly move into the apply stage. So many small apply steps to more tremendous learning, which will produce results. So yes, think about it that in the last one, that is the secret. Fourth, A is the achieve. So yes, you will achieve throughout your entire journey. So you'll be achieving maybe small and big success, but be sure to celebrate every win you have along the way. So I hope with those <laughs> the, the three points you understand, yes, to start small, 
and you, now you will know more about uh, uh, your assets so you can have this cash flow that yes one day you can buy this luxury but remember don't do it when you're younger do it when you're older <laughs> yes Melanie so uh, I just want to uh, wrap up this uh, section because I, I know that uh, we've been talking you know about I love those four classes of assets that you're talking about. And I think asset three, owning your own business, is something you can do the easy way or the hard way. And, and what do I mean by that? I mean, uh, joining an MLM is a relatively easy way to make money quickly. So it's an opportunity for you to create money without you having to give up every hour of your day. I am currently witnessing um, my own daughter uh, starting her own business, which is a CrossFit gym. And her and her husband have opened a CrossFit gym in Montreal. And let me tell you, they are working very hard. Now, they... I think when you own your own business, you have in your mind this idea that now you'll have a choice about when you do things, how you do things, and, and all of that is true. But the reality is that to have a successful business, you're actually going to be working a real lot to start with. And, um, and I think many, many young people now are thinking about running their own business. And I just want to reinforce with Marie-Pierre, and I think my, my own daughter, you know, saw my example through an MLM and got involved in it a little bit herself. Joining an MLM is a perfect training ground to leapfrog into your own business because now you do understand that your effort in will equal the money out and uh, certainly uh, that is an asset you know and then having created your money to create other assets from the different class like the real estate or the stock exchange um, all of those things they go to setting you up uh, for your future and I, I can't be prouder than I am of uh, what uh, Susie and Brandon are doing because they're young, they're, they're not even 30 yet. And they're setting up a business, they're having success, they're way ahead of their goals already, which I told them that means their goals weren't big enough. Um, and so, so now it's a question of creating from their work passive you know, income, making sure that they invest their money back into assets and not into luxuries. So thank you very much, Marie-Pierre, for those descriptions. And uh, I think we're done today. Okay, we will see you tomorrow, everybody. Bye for now.